Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we are diving into Escape from Cubicle Nation by Pamela Slim. This insightful guide from 2009 is for those dreaming of leaving behind the monotony of corporate life to embrace the excitement and challenges of self employment. An amalgamation of emotional introspection and technical strategies, this book is a compass guiding aspiring entrepreneurs on a journey towards business autonomy. Author Pamela Slim, a renowned speaker, author, and business coach, first founded the popular blog Escape from Cubicle Nation, from which this book evolved. With a keen understanding of the obstacles and opportunities inherent to the entrepreneurial path, she offers both inspiration and practical advice. Escape from Cubicle Nation is a must-read for anyone feeling unsatisfied within the confines of their corporate job, individuals contemplating the shift to self-employment, and even recent graduates wrestling with their employment choices. Tune in as we dissect the wealth of knowledge that this book offers in just 20 minutes. Stay curious and keep seeking. Escape from Cubicle Nation, From Corporate Prisoner to Thriving Entrepreneur. Introduction. Unleash your potential by breaking free from the corporate chains. Do you find yourself shackled in the monotony of the corporate grind? A gray cubicle, a ticking clock, an unsympathetic boss breathing down your neck, the office life, which starts at nine and concludes at five, isn't an inspiring scene for many. This gloomy cubicle life is more than just a physical location. It's the embodiment of a soul-sucking routine that drains your energy and creativity. So, you might ask, is there a way out? Yes, there is. And it's breaking free and venturing into self-employment. Taking the leap into entrepreneurship is no walk in the park. But when your zeal meets your creativity, a spark is ignited. That spark could well transform into a trailblazing business idea. So let's dive in and prepare to dismantle those cubicle walls. Through this enlightening narrative, you will uncover how your body sends you signals when it's time for a career switch, how the perspectives of others hold us captive in occupations we detest, and how drawing from one woman's journey can activate your inherent creativity. Part 1. Don't compromise your core values for the illusion of job security and a steady paycheck. Are you in love with your job? Unfortunately, for most of us, the answer is probably no. We all have deeply held beliefs about the nature of fulfilling work, yet, in pursuit of a consistent income, we often end up betraying these values. Imagine your ideal working conditions, perhaps in a well-lit loft with a not-for-profit organization that fosters a welcoming culture, fosters business integrity, and encourages flexible scheduling but the grim reality is often the contrary. Being chained to a desk in a crammed cubicle, sharing the space with equally disgruntled colleagues. Why the discrepancy? Working in an environment that contradicts your values is akin to forcing your feet into shoes that are two sizes too small. Let's say you are hunting for the perfect pair of running shoes for an upcoming marathon. If you are a size eight, would you settle for a size six simply because you like the color? Most likely not. The truth of the matter is, some people are just not cut out for the rigid structures of soulless corporate establishments under the yoke of an autocratic boss. 
venture capitalist. Paul Graham likens those stuck in large organizations to caged animals. So what are the self-employed, wild animals, of course? While the controlled environment of the zoo may be safer and more predictable than the unpredictability of the wild, it contradicts the instinctual nature of its inhabitants. The same principle applies to us humans. So, if you find yourself complaining about a well-paying job with excellent benefits, intelligent peers, and a reputation to boast, remember, you're not crazy. It might just be that your personal values and corporate norms are fundamentally misaligned. Part 2. Breaking free from the chains of an uninspiring job is a battle against societal pressures, fear of loss, and childhood conditioning. Many of us fantasize about bidding farewell to our humdrum jobs, yet only a handful of us take that leap of faith. So, what makes us cling to jobs that drain our happiness? The roots of this conundrum can be traced back to three key factors. First off, it's the fear of societal judgment that outweighs our pursuit of personal happiness. Our societal persona often overrules our inherent self, thereby trapping us in jobs that we loathe. This societal facade worries about the judgment of peers and our performance in designated roles. Meanwhile, our essential self is in tune with our emotions and feelings. This dichotomy implies that even when we're brimming with enthusiasm about a new independent venture, our societal persona intervenes, anchoring us firmly in our mundane routines. Secondly, the lessons we internalized growing up act as deterrents. The societal expectations, whether it's the notion that gentle girls don't belong to rock bands or country boys can't make it to the New York City ballet, have imbued a fear of stepping outside our comfort zones. Following in the footsteps of friends and family as they get into the right schools and land jobs in the right companies exerts a pressure we often find hard to resist. Lastly, the fear of losing our current stability refrains us from pursuing the adventurous but risky entrepreneurial path. The idea of possibly losing it all keeps us chained to our despicable daily grind. The late comedian Chris Farley encapsulated this perfectly in a Saturday Night Live skit as motivational speaker Matt Foley. My name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. I am 35, divorced, and live in a van down by the river. Such is the apprehensive reality that flashes before our eyes when we contemplate leaving a secure job. Despite the deep-seated desire to strike out on our own, we are often paralyzed by a lack of confidence. Part 3. Pay heed to your body's signals. They are a key indicator of whether your job truly resonates with you. Have you ever pictured yourself tirelessly working on something for a full 24-hour stretch? Sounds insane, doesn't it? But when it comes to pushing boundaries, the sheer force of passion is unparalleled. Unquestionably, passion is the cornerstone of success. Burying your passion deep inside and forcing enthusiasm for your current job is a draining affair. Instead of shutting yourself off, it's time you welcome new ideas and explore uncharted creative avenues. Wondering how to embark on this journey? Here are three steps to guide you. Firstly, tune into your body. Constant headaches, sleep disturbances, or persistent digestive problems aren't signs to be shrugged off. Your body is trying to tell you something, that your job and lifestyle are not in harmony with your true self. So listen to your body, engage in mild workouts, practice mindfulness through meditation, 
Try deep breathing exercises. Reconnect with your body and understand its language. Next, keep your mind alert and active, not numbed by the overuse of addictive substances like tobacco, alcohol, or even chocolate. If you find yourself relying on two or three glasses of wine to unwind every evening, something is definitely off. Finally, it's time to spring into action. Ignite your creative flame by dabbling in art classes, exploring new destinations, learning a new language, or simply spending some time reconnecting with nature. In essence, any activity that can bring back the childlike joy in you will help you rediscover your passions and revive your energy. Doing so will equip you to scout for fresh opportunities in your professional life, bringing you a step closer to a job that truly mirrors your passions. Part 4. Channel your creative vigor by jotting down every idea that crosses your mind. As your creativity finds its flow, ensure that none of your innovative ideas evaporates into thin air. There's nothing more frustrating than having a sudden spark of brilliance during a shower, only to let it slip from your mind hours later. So, what's the way out? Document all your ideas. Consider dedicating the first moments of your day to writing, unlocking the floodgates of creativity, with a practice the author dubs as morning pages. These comprise three pages of raw, unedited, free-flow writing. In essence, it means penning down whatever thoughts cross your mind upon waking up, serving as a mental decluttering exercise before embarking on a bustling day. Another effective approach to capturing creativity on paper is making lists. It can be as straightforward as listing all the things you enjoy. You can then categorize these into different segments. For instance, interesting topics could span across cars, quantum physics, or martial arts. Activities that give you joy might involve writing, coaching, or dispensing advice. Industries that intrigue you could encompass alternative energy, automobiles, or product design. And your list of beloved products might include an iPhone, a Sony PlayStation, or a moleskin notebook. The elements of your list might seem disconnected initially, but consistently maintaining these lists may just lead to a viable business idea by connecting activities you cherish with industries that fascinate you or meshing products you're fond of with topics that stimulate you. For example, if you're passionate about cars and ardently want to promote green initiatives, you might want to combine these interests with your love for writing and consider a freelance career in journalism or blogging to propagate your eco-friendly ideas around transportation. This is just one of many possibilities that could emerge when your creative energies are harnessed effectively. Part 5. Navigate to your professional sweet spot, the juncture where marketability, passion, and innate talent converge. With a myriad of potential ideas brimming in your mind, how do you pinpoint the one worth pursuing? Surprisingly, it's simpler than it seems if you adhere to the sweet spot rule, a concept introduced by American business consultant Jim Collins. The sweet spot facilitates the convergence of three distinct facets, providing a robust foundation for a thriving business. The first facet focuses on what people are willing to pay for, essentially a marketable idea. The second facet hones in on what you relish doing, an idea that aligns with your passions. The third facet taps into what you were naturally meant to do, an idea that leverages your innate talents. Digging a bit deeper into the first facet, what makes an idea marketable? Ideally, 
it should address a pain point for your potential customers. By identifying problems and contriving solutions, you might just stumble upon a groundbreaking idea for a new venture. Imagine you're stuck in a seemingly never-ending queue at the Department of Motor Vehicles, nearing the two-hour mark. Inevitably, your mind starts questioning, why must I endure this prolonged wait? Is another person's approval indispensable for my transaction? Could there be a more efficient way to handle this? Questions of this nature could pave the way to a lucrative business idea. Perhaps an online platform for standard motor vehicle transactions like registrations, ownership transfers, or disclosing vehicle modifications. Indeed, many DMVs across the United States have constructed autonomous businesses predicated on precisely this concept, establishing websites to manage elementary transactions swiftly and conveniently, completely bypassing the tedious waiting times at the office. Part 6. Fear not the spotlight. Swiftly introduce your ideas to the market, stumble, learn, and then refine. Assume you've landed an idea that resonates with your sweet spot and addresses a couple of issues. Now comes the time to fine-tune, strategize, and gear up to bring your business concept to life. But hold on, is that really the next step? Undoubtedly, conducting thorough research before taking the entrepreneurial plunge is imperative. However, endlessly polishing a business idea to reach a state of perfection might not always serve you best. As the old adage goes, mistakes are the best teachers. So why not launch your idea into the world and learn from real-world feedback? Many of the world's most triumphant personalities reached their pinnacle by diving headfirst into the turbulent waters of business. To discern if you're truly suited for a specific business line, it's necessary to pilot your idea. Start on a small scale and observe how things progress. For instance, if you aspire to start a blog, don't shy away from publishing your initial work. It might lack finesse, but it provides a solid foundation to build upon and might even garner audience feedback that aids in your evolution. The sooner you introduce new ideas to the market, the quicker you'll gain the opportunity to refine them. And the faster you progress on the path of improvement, the higher are your chances of achieving success in a relatively shorter time frame. An excellent instance of rapid testing comes from the company PBWorks, creators of a commercial real-time collaborative editing system. The founder, Ramit Sethi, aimed for a swift launch of the platform. Hence, he organized a super happy dev house an event where tech enthusiasts collaboratively worked on the project from sunset to sunrise. As a result, the service was launched remarkably quickly, generating a positive buzz and attracting a substantial user base right from the outset. Rapid feedback followed, allowing PBWorks to identify and address its shortcomings, thereby enhancing its offering in a significantly shorter duration. Final Summary the essential takeaway from this book, don't allow the fear of stepping away from your secure, well-remunerated cubicle job hold you back. Within an office environment, your fate is dictated by others, regardless of your stellar performance. Seize control of your destiny and let your passions guide your path. Construct a business that harmonizes with your personal principles. 
Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.